0: Shalom to all. Today's office is Dav Samach, and we are starting Nuntasamud Baze, the bottom line with the words Shochulay, and today's office sponsor Lila Nishmas, Mars Miram Sarah Basub Yaakov Maisha, Hernish, Shama Shadav and Aliyah, and Lila Nishmas, Mars Rifka Basur Meir Zev, Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah. We had mentioned in previous Gemara that when we have three alias, it goes first Kain, then Levi, then Yisrael. But now the Gemara says, Shokul ibn a Reb Rib the people of the Galil sent the following message Rab Khalbai, Achrehen Samach Khamana and Tap, Mikarin, after these people, after Khan Levi Yisrael, who gets an aliyah? Let's say it's Shabbos, so we have four more alias. Who's going to get those aliyes? And I have Biyade. Reb Chelbo didn't know the answer. Also, the Shaila of Yitzchak He went as a Yitzchak Nafcha. i told him Achrein. After these people, we called Talmid Chachamim who are appointed as leaders over the Tzibur. This refers to a Talmid Chacham that could answer any halachic Shaila posed to him. Achrein. After those Talmid Chachamim who are appointed as leaders over the Tzibur, Talmid Chachamim that are fitting to be appointed as leaders over the Tzibur. Achrein. After them, Bnei Talmid Chachamim Shaviseihem, Mumin Parnas Malad Tzibur, the sons of the Talmid Chachamim who are appointed as leaders over the Tzibur. And this is a cover to the. Their fathers to give them an aliyah, and after them the head of the base keneses, meaning the Gabai, adam, and afterwards anyone. Another question: ben The people of the Galil sent the following question to Reb be base Are we allowed to read out of a chumash in the base keneses when the tzibur is there? Now, this is not referring to a printed chumash that we have nowadays. This is referring to a scroll that has only one of the chumashim written on it. and it's not an entire sefer Torah. Once again, Loi have didn't have the answer. Also, he asked Vizak Nafcha. Loi have Weitzch Nafcha did not know the answer to this one. Also, Shalbaim joshua Joshas, who went into the Bais to ask everyone learning, and they answered from the following: the of That's a proper gear, so It's Yehonasan, not Yehonan. Sefer Torah a Sefer Torah that's missing a section. Ain Karin Bai, we're not allowed to read from it. And this Chumash would be considered a Sefer Torah missing a section because we only have one Chumash here, not all five Chumashim. But then the Gemara says, That's really not so. Hashem over there, when we're talking about a Sefer Torah that's missing something, Mechzar say it's missing something, so it can't be read out of. However, Hach over here, Loi Nothing's missing, we have an entire Chumash. Now the more tells us Rabbi Rav Yosef, Dharma and, and Rabbi Yosef both say, "Ein Karn Shun we're not allowed to read out of a Chumash in Be'sak Why mishum Kvayt Sebor? Because of Kavat And Another member of Rabbi Rav Yosef, Dharma and Shavayu, both Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef say, Hi Sefer Haftarta, this Sefer of Haftaros, meaning all Haftaros were written in one Sefer, also in the Mikri Baby Shabbos, it's also to read it on Shabbos, my time away is that, delaying it in because this is something that's not allowed to be written down. We're not allowed to just write sections out of Navi, we have to write the whole Sefer of Navi. Now, remember, my Bravashi tells us, little tuli namyasur, it's also to even carry such a safer on Shabbos. My time why is that? The Holy Khazla Mikribe because one's not allowed to read out of it, and if one's not allowed to read out of it, so it's mukto. But then the Mars says Vlay, that's not really true. Shari Little Tule with Shari Mikribe, one's allowed to carry it, and one's allowed to read out of it. And how do we know this? Rebekh Rashimbin Lakesh Ma'in Bissifer the Agato Bishabato. Rebechan Rish Lakesh the R Ma'aiin, they're reading Sfarma Vagato over Shabbos, and really they shouldn't be allowed to read out of it. Why is that? Because Valenatal Khib, it's not allowed to be written down. It's her shabbal which shouldn't be written down. Allah why was it written down? Kim it's impossible not to write it down. Rashi says, People's hearts became smaller, they don't have the capacity to remember everything by heart, and Tar is going to be forgotten if it's not written down. And therefore, we apply the Pasuk, When it's a time to do for Hashem, we can be made for the Torah. And it's like we're being made for the Torah because we're writing down Torah And that's why we're allowed to read out of the Sefer. Since it's not possible not to write it down, not everyone's able to write a whole Sefer of Navi, so we can write a Sefer of avtaras and therefore, Ones allowed to read out of it on Shabbos. And we continue with something similar. Abaya asked the final question of Rabbi Are we allowed to write a Megillah for a child to learn out of it? Now, this is not referring to Megillah's Esther. This is referring to a Parsha, a section in the Torah. When we say Parsha, it doesn't mean it means just a section, a topic in the Torah. So, are we allowed to write just one section of the Torah for a child to learn out of? We can't necessarily write the entire safer Torah for him just to learn out of one section. And the question is clarified. This is a question, according to the Maan de Amar, that the Torah was written down Megillah Megillah, and also question according to the Maan Omar, that the Torah was written down Chasuma. Now let's just explain what this means. So as Ibn Israel traveled through the Midbar, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu the various parshas and the Torah as it became relevant. And there's was what Moshe did. One opinion holds Megillah Megillah Nitna that he wrote down each parsha on a separate piece of parchment as it was told to him, and at the end of the forty years he connected all these parshias together to make a whole safer Torah. Whereas a different opinion holds that Torah Chasuma Nitna that when Moshe Rabbeinu was taught the parsha by Hashem, he just remembered it; it was in his mind, and only. At the end of the forty years, did he write everything down all at once? So the Gemara clarifies the question: To Nitna. This is a question according to the the Torah was written in Megillah. Why is that? Given the Miguel Megillah Nitna, since the Torah was given as Megillah, Megillah, so we should be allowed to write one parsha for a child because that's what Myshra Banu did. He wrote individual parshiyos. I'dilma, perhaps came to Idvik once he had connected all these parshias together. Now that's considered a whole safer Torah. Idvik, so now they're all connected and a whole safer Torah has to be written. We're now to write individual parshiyos. And also to This is a question according. To the, man of the, of the Torah was written Chasuma. since it was given all sealed, meaning Moshe Rabbeinu wrote everything down at once. Adelmar perhaps since it's impossible, we can't write a whole safer Torah just to teach one section for a child. Kasfinan, perhaps we are able to write one section for a child. So Rabbah told him ain't Kaisfin, we're not allowed to write it. Umatam and why is that? that's because we're not allowed to write an individual section of the Torah. But now we ask Eisve. This according of Mishnah Yuma Afhi Asta Tavla Suba She, which is referring to Helena Malka, made a tablet of gold that. The Parsha Asaita was written on it. Now, what's this referring to? So, we know that Asaita is a woman suspected of being unfaithful to her husband. She's brought to the base of Mikdash, and as part of the process, the Psukim and the Torah that discuss what happens to a Saita are written on a piece of parchment and then erased in water, which she drinks. Now, this requires her Safer Torah to be taken out and rolled to the right place so the text can be copied. Now, Helen Amalka was praised for having this section of the Safer Torah written on a gold tablet, and that way it could be copied directly from there without having to take a Safer Torah out every time. So, clearly, we see that we are allowed to write down individual sections in the Torah. So, my answer is no. Bays. It was written down as Alf Bays meaning the Pesukim were just written down as Rashe Tevis, the entire pasuk wasn't written down, and when the Qayin would copy down that pasuk, he would see the Rashe Tevas that's what Alf Beis means, and then he would remember the whole pasuk. Pesukimara asks, that can't be. Aceve, we have a brass that says, Shukaisev, when he writes to the of Saita, Raya, he looks at what's written, the Kaisev mashakasabatabla, and he writes what's written on the tablet. So Aesve answers, it's not a problem, Emo, we could say, kimashakasabatabla, he writes like what's written on the tablet. Again, there's only Rashe Tevis written on the tablet, and he copies down the whole pasuk. But so we continue asking for another b'raisa. The b'raisa tells us when he writes it down, and he writes what's written in the tablet, Batavla, the b'raisa continues what's written in the tablet, so clearly we see it's not just Rashi Tevis that are written, actual p'sukim are written on the tablet. So the answers answer is no, what are we talking about over here? The sections were skipped, that's what seirugin means, meaning the beginning of the pasuk was written down with its real words, but the end of the pasuk was just Rashi Tevis, so we still don't have raya that we're allowed to write down an individual section of the Torah on a piece of parchment. But now the gemara says, This is the writer says one is not allowed to write a partial on the Torah for a child to learn from it. However, if his intention is to finish the entire sefer Torah, so then he is allowed to write it down for a short amount of time. The child could learn out of it and then he would finish the sefer Torah. Whereas Rabbi says, Rabbi Huda says he has to write down from the beginning of Barashas until the Darah Ma'bal. And in Vayikra, he has to write from the beginning until Vayibayam Yamashmini. So we clearly see that Tanakhama holds that we're not allowed to write an individual section in the Torah unless he's going to write the whole thing. And Rabbi Huda holds. It's not a problem. We could write individual sections of the Torah. And now we go back to this as we had brought before. The Torah was given because the Pasuk says, then I said, basi, behold I have come, but but in the scroll of the book it's written about me. Now this refers to when David Amel's lineage was challenged because he was a descendant of Rus, who was from Mayov, and David said, I see that it was really hinted that I'm going to become a king way earlier. Where that's when the Torah recounts light's escape from Sadaim, the Malachim told him to take his wife and his two daughters. Hanim Tsais is used over here, his two daughters that are found. Now this word Hanim Tsais is connected to what's said about David, Matsasi David Avdi. So we have Hanim Tsais and Matsasi. And what's the connection? So we know that. After light ran away, he lived with his daughters, who gave birth to Amnon, Maav, and Rus was from Maav, and Na'amaha Minas was a wife of Shlaima Amalech, who gave birth to the future king Rehavam. At any rate, we see that David called the section of the Torah a Megillas Sefer. Clearly, the Torah was written section by section. Whereas Reb Shimon says, Reb Shlager, says, "The Torah was given in one shot." Shneemr says in the pasuk, "Lakayach as Sefer hatirah Hazayis." Take this Sefer Torah. So we see it's considered a full Sefer Torah, and it's not called a Megillah. Asked the Gemara of Idchna Mihaq Siv According to Reb it does say l'kayech. Mashma that it's written down all at once? So my answer is no. That's referring to after all the individual sections of parchment were connected, so then it's called a Sefer Torah. The Pasuk does call a Torah a Megillah Sefer. So he answers no. The whole Torah is sometimes called a Megillah, but it doesn't mean that you're allowed to write it down in sections. And how do we know this? because the Pasuk says, Zechariah Hanavi related a Nebuah that he had. And he told me, he says, Raya. what do you see? And I said, I see a Megillah floating. And over there, he didn't see a Megillah, a section of the Sefer Tyra. He saw a whole Sefer Tyra. So we see sometimes the Sefer Tyra is called Megillah. But that doesn't mean that originally it was written down in separate sections of parchment. Alternatively, we can answer just like Reblevi. He says, There were eight parshes that were given over to Mesh Banu on the day that the Mesh was established because these were all very important for the Mishkan, and so those sections were written down beforehand. But all the other sections of the Torah, Moshe bin remembered and wrote them down all at once, and just added in these eight sections that he had gotten on the day of Hakadosh Mishkan. And We just continue with These are those sections. Parshas Kehanim, which is the beginning of Parshas Emor, it talks about the Kehanim, how they're now to become Tomei so on and so forth. UParshas Leviim, this is part of Parshas Balayischa. It talks about bringing the Leviim into the Avodah in the Mishkan. UParshas Tameiim, the parsha regarding Tamei people, and this regarding Pesach Sheh. People were telling me they weren't able to bring the carbon pesach, and the parsha of sending people or tome out of the camp, which refers to the death of iron's two sons, and this is the warning the kind Goddles now to go into the Kadashim at any time he wants, only on Yom Kippur, and the parsha of those that had drunk wine, which is referring to Nodivinaviyu, who had gone to the Kashkadashim, and the parsha of the Neiros which is the beginning of Parashas Baalaischa, talking about the lighting of the Paraduma, and the discussion of the Paraduma, which is the beginning of Parashas Chukas. another more says, Amr Blazer Blazer. Tells us, the majority of the halachas in the Torah are written down, meaning we can in them based off of the yod gimel midas shatar and bahen straight out of the Torah. And the miut of them, only some of them are alpeh meaning they're halachas from Hashem sinai How do we know? That's shenever because the pasuk says, I've written for him the major parts of my Torah. Kamarz but they treated it like it was foreign. Now Rabbi Echan says Rabbi Echan says, the majority of halachas are really tarshav of and only miut of them are written down. Shenever because the pasuk says, Ki alpi had because of these words, and we're understanding the word alpi as a lashon of alpe, meaning the majority of the Torah is alpe. What's there to do with this Pasuk of Rebel Lazar of Echtaev Le Tairasi? Tirasi? Mashman, the majority of Alachas are written down. So my answer is no. The Navi over there saying this in wonderment. Should I have written the majority of my Torah down? How like Shavu? Anyway, they treat it like it's foreign. It's not telling us anything about the majority of the Alachas in the Torah. Ask the Marv Edech Nami Rebel Azar also, it says, Kelpiah Dvarmae. So my answer is no. That's just because it's very difficult to learn Tarasheh And this pasuk is telling us, I sealed my bris with you, says Hashem. Meaning the real test if a person has a bris with Hashem if he's connected to Hashem is if he spends time learning Tarasheh Baal Peh because that's very difficult to learn. But not that the majority of halachas are Tarasheh Baal And the grammar continues, the spokesperson, Arish Lakish, Darshend. Kseva says in the posseg, Write these words for you. But another pasuk says, Eile, mashma, that everything's alpe, not supposed to be written down. Hawkeye said, how do we understand the seeming steer between the two psokim? Things are supposed to be written, Shail Armen alpe. You're not allowed to say them by heart. Something which was given over orally to Amisrael is not allowed to be written down and said from that text. And the Beir Abishmal Tono, Abrazza was taught in Beir Abishmal. Eileh, the one in the pasuk says, "Kseiv v'chasadvarim ho eileh," that's telling us, Ela ta atakiseiv," these you're allowed to write, "Viat akiseiv alachas," but you're not allowed to write "Tarshaval Down and our Rabihan says, "Lo karsak hashbaruchu bris miyisrael el Hashem only sealed this covenant with Am Yisrael because of Tarshabapah. pe. the pasuk says, "Ki al pe hadvarim ho eileh karati et because these words have sealed the bris with you and Yisrael. And again, the understanding of al pe is loshen of al meaning Tarshaval pe. And the Rambam continues to explain the Mishnah we had said, "Ma'arvim b'ayis yasharim pnei darke shalom." The once the erev Khatser. Was placed into somebody's house, we always have to use their house because of Dark Ashalam. The Gemara asked my time, why is that? he if you want to because to covet to him, then once he had the air in his house, we're always gonna keep it there. That can't be because of A there was a Shaifer, it was a special shifer that was blown on Arab Shabbos, the Havambi Kar of originally used to be in Rabbi house, Ulbasaif Bey Rabbah, after Rabbi Huda died, it was brought to Rabba's house, Ulbasaif afterwards Beira it was brought to Yosef's house, Ulobasaif be Abai, then was brought to Abbaya's house, Ulbasaif be Rava, then it was brought to Rava's house. house. So we see that we don't have to keep it in that house, it's a lot of be moved. To different houses. The Gemara says, no, El Mishum Chashada. It's because of suspect. If the Erev is always in one person's house and then they move it to somebody else's house, well, somebody who doesn't know that is going to go to the original house, see that there's no Erev there, and think that people are carrying this Chatzah without an Erev. So that's why, once the Erev was put into one person's house, it has to stay there. And continue to explain the Mishnah we had said, v'chulu, and we had explained this referring to a situation where there was a water canal dug from the river going through people's fields, and people also had private reservoirs that they would dig in their own field. And the Mishnah told us that the people who are closer to the water source that's the bar shoe carval they're allowed to fill up their personal reservoirs first, and then the people downstream get to fill theirs up. Now the Gmar tells us something similar. Itmaru stated, Bnei Nahara, people whose fields are literally on the river. Rav Amarav says, Tatoisha Sumaya Beresha, the people downstream get to water their fields first. Ushmula Amar Shmul says, says, Shasu Sumaya Beresha, the people upstream get to water their fields first. And we clarify, Bidemeizel, when the river is flowing strongly, Kuli Amalai Pligi, no one argues. Ki Tomach says, like when the river has to be blocked up, it has to be dammed up, and then it's diverted into a person's field, and it's mashka the field, it waters it. Shmuel Amar Shmuel holds, the people upstream get to water their fields first, the Amri, because they could say, we're closer to the source of the water so we get rights to the water first. Whereas V'rav Amarav says, the people downstream get to plug up the river first to water their fields, the Amri, because they could say let the river flow its normal course, we'll take the water downstream, and once we get the water downstream, you can stop it up upstream because we don't need the water anymore. And we try to bring Ryan from Aramishna. Tanana Rishna says, the personal reservoir which is closest to the Amma, to this water canal, gets to fill themselves up first. because of So we clearly see like Shmuel that the people who are upstream or closer to the water source, they get to use the water first. Sigmar so says no. Shmuel explained this to fit even according to Rav. This is referring to a water canal that flows directly over this person's personal reservoir, and the Mishnah is telling us that he's allowed to fill up his reservoir first before the water continues flowing down this ama, this canal. Ask the Gemara if that's so. my Memra, what's the Of course, if the water anyway is going to first be filling up his reservoir and then continue to flow on. So the Gemara answers You might have thought Matzi Amrile that the owners of fields that are further downstream are able to tell this fellow Sachar mishar you have to plug up your reservoir meaning you would have to put a cap on it so that the water doesn't flow into it and it continues flowing down the canal, V'ashki and you have to water your field with whatever you're able to draw out of the canal, and you're not allowed to fill your reservoir up first before the water gets to us. The cheresh is, since the water anyway is flowing by way of his reservoir, he's allowed to fill it up first and doesn't have to plug it up to Allow the water to go downstream. And Amr al-Hunabar al-Khalifa, he tells us, since we don't have a clear halacha, either like Rav or like Shmuel, called the Om Gavar, whoever's stronger, he wins. Meaning, if the upper people get the water first, so that's theirs schos, and if the lower people get the water before them, so that's theirs schos. And another story, Rav bar Ashi also came to Abai, Rav bar Ashi came to Abai, Amr al-He asked him, sit with me at a set time, meaning, I want to sit with you and learn, let's make a harusashaf. shaf. told him, I already have a set time, meaning, all my time is set for learning, I don't have any open cherushaf slots. So he continued asking him let's learn at night. Amralehi told him, I have to water my fields at night. Amulay Savshimberashi told him, Anamashkinule Mar Maya I'll water your fields during the day. and let's sit down and have a Kharuzashaf at night. Um, Armulhi told him, L'chaye. wonderful, that's great. What did Shimi do? he went to the field owners that were more upstream. Um, Armului told them, Tatoy Shah Sumay you should know that the people that are downstream, they get the water first. Then tatai he went to the people downstream, and Armalui um, told them, Elay Shah the people that are upstream, they get the water first. Now Abayi's field was neither downstream nor upstream, it was right in the middle. Now D'hachi in the meantime, while the upper people were waiting for the lower people and the lower were waiting for the upper, Sakhar Miskar, plugged up the river, he diverted it, Ba'ashki, and he watered to Field. Now, when Rashi went to Abai, he told him what he did. So Aba'i told him, obviously, you did both for me. You're not allowed to do that. What you did was improper. Even though we said before, because we don't have a clear sock like Rav or like Shmuel, that's only in regards to people that are upstream and downstream. But my field is neither; it's middle stream. So you're not allowed to trick people like that. And the Gemara tells us that he did not eat the fruits that grew that year. And even though halakhically he was allowed to, he wanted to be machmir on himself. Now the Gemara tells with another story. The the These people of Khermech, they started digging a canal at the top of the Shanvasa river, Badrua, and then they had it bend and come back, and it spilled out into the bottom of the river. If you don't have a picture in front of you, we'll try to describe this. Take a look at the left side of your Gemara, where we have all the additions to the left of Rashi. So if you're using an eyes of Gemara, you'll see that there's Lazai Rashi and Lakute Rashi underneath. And in between Rashi and Lazai Rashi, you'll see a little white column of empty space. So that would be the Shanvasa river. And right above this Lazai Rashi section there's a white section of page branching off to the left. So that's the canal that they dug upstream of the river, and then they had it curve all the way around to the left, and then back to the right, and spill out into this white column that's going straight down. And this way, they had a nice water canal completely surrounding their fields, which, again, their fields are rashi. I hope that wasn't too confusing for you. But now they ran into a problem, and the Gemara continues. Also, The people that were more upstream the river than they were came to Abai. Amrule, and they told Abai, they're ruining, they're blocking, they're slowing up the river. Why is that? Because an in order to get the river to flow into their canal, they had to dam up part of the river to divert the water into this new canal that they dug. Now when water is flowing fast and then it hits a bend, it has to slow down. So that means that upstream from these fellows, the water in the river started getting backed up and it was overflowing its banks into those fields. So his field owners who are called that Eloy were complaining to Abai, our fields are getting flooded all because of this canal. So Amrhua Abai told these fellows that dug the canal, Karuba bahadayu Tvey Porta, you have to dig it deeper over there by the bend. Meaning as the river bends into this canal of yours, you have to dig it deeper so that the water is able to flow faster so it doesn't back up and overflow into those people's fields. So Amrela, these people of Khermech told him, Perin, our fruits are gonna dry out. Because when the river does not have so much water in it, let's say it's the middle of the summer, so it's a little bit more dry. There isn't so much rain, the water is going to be flowing slower, and it's actually not even going to flow into our canal because the entrance of our canal is going to be very deep, and the water is just going to go there and not even come into the canal, and our produce is going to dry out. So I'm them, I told him, so go remove yourselves from there. Don't have your canal there. You're not wanting this canal of yours, even though it's very helpful, if it's going to be ruining the field upstream. So either find a way to sort it out so it doesn't ruin those fields, or you just have to close up this whole operation of yours. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with continuing to explain the Mishnah for now.